if this industry as a whole was better at telling stories, well, you wouldn't exist, I wouldn't exist, and, and we wouldn't be needed at all. And, and that would be almost an idle word. Imagine a word with um, one stupid French guy less doing a podcast that, that cannot be worse. So, yeah, it, it's really about that. It's about telling a story because for the better and the worse, our brains are wired to, to relax in a story, to, to love, to have something which is told to, to, to us. Welcome to What Are We Talking About, a podcast produced by Water Online. Hosts Jim Laurier of Maisie Injector Company and Adam Tank of Transcend Water, a dynamic boomer millennial combo, will help you demystify how to build a better brand for your business, keep current and prospective customers engaged with your company, and ultimately grow your sales. They interview some of the most interesting and unique water professionals who have used the art of storytelling to move the needle for themselves and for their organizations. All right, today's guest is Antoine Walter. We're really excited to have him. Uh, Antoine's the Senior Business Development Manager for George Fisher, and he's a good friend of ours. He had Adam and I on his podcast uh, a couple of months back, Don't Waste Water. And uh, we got to know him that way, and he's a good friend of ours, and we figured we'd return a favor and have him on our podcast today. Well, thanks a lot. I appreciate that you returned me the favor. I wasn't expecting you to return me a favor, (laughs) but uh, but I'm really glad to be here. This is all about give and take in the industry. So, Antoine, it is a pleasure to have you on our show. We really enjoyed being on yours, and of course, your creativity around the outputs are far superior what we do, not to say I don't like Jim's mind maps, but those cartoons are just <laughs> so that's awesome. So I, I do want to start. I want to start there at a very high level, which is you have a day job in George Fisher selling into the water industry, but you also have a job in some sense being a we'll call it professional podcaster in water. So if you could just talk briefly about sort of that dual role that you play and why you chose or why you choose to spend time and energy on podcasting? Well, there's a matter of timing. Um, I started in that role in May, one and a half year ago. So if you recall a bit what happened in the word, it's almost a time where it was absolutely impossible to move from home. And I thought, how can we connect with people? How can I have this, this open window to the word where I could meet people in this industry and start pushing a bit the needle. And, um, and yeah, I've been listening to podcasts for forever. Um, it, it, it's the way I measure how much I'm running in a week. I listen, uh, I listen to maybe some hours of podcasts. If it's three hours, then I should run a bit more. If it's seven hours, that was a really good week. And uh, I barely can, can stand on my feet. So <laughs> I kind of brought the two words together and I thought, okay, maybe a cool way to, uh, to, to bridge all of that is to, to start my, my own a water podcast to, to discuss with um, the so many wonderful water professionals there out there and in the same time place a bit GF piping systems on, 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 that, on that map. Yeah, one of the things we really like about your podcast is, as Adam said, the creativity you have around the drawings and the, and the follow-up uh, um, information that you send out and uh, uh, 
we, we know you spent a lot of time on it. Can, can you tell us a little bit more about what you what you personally get out of it, Antoine, you know, because of the amount of time that you, that you, you do spend on it? You know, it, it's, it's for sure it takes time, for sure. No, no discussion there. But it's, it's a matter of, of leveraging the, 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 the effort. Um, when I started the first episodes, I thought, you know, uh, articles on LinkedIn, that's hot. It used to be hot years ago. So uh, let me write articles. And I was pouring hours of work into writing those articles. And no one was reading them. So maybe I'm a terrible writer. That might be the case. But maybe also it's not the best way to, to get out there and to, uh, to, to get people interested in the matter. So I tested out many different stuff. And finally, the thing that, that sticked was this infographic. So a bit of a mix between a comic and an infographic. And, uh, and yeah, I found it quite funny for me to do. You know, it's, it's like you're writing your copy. So you first have a first path uh, on the on the discussion with, uh, with with my guest or my guest because sometimes I have two of them like, like with you um, taking out the bits trying to to see what's the story within that one hour episode and um, and yeah putting that story in something around four hundred words and uh, and then trying to illustrate it a bit and that catches the, uh, the attention it's about it's about having a pyramid of content. You have to have uh, a top of the funnel and the top of the funnel is going to be LinkedIn in that case. And the podcast is somewhere on the middle of the funnel because people get to go a bit deeper in the matter. And then some of them get so interested in what we have as a special link and a special connection with the, with the water market that it eventually goes into sales at some point. But, but that's really almost an, an afterthought. It's more a branding positioning of, uh, of GF piping systems. So, um, so yeah, that, that's a bit the, the, the process. It's endemically grown, but today I'm here with that infographic and, and pretty happy with it. Antoine, I'm, I'm curious, because you work for George Fisher, as far as I know, there's no branding or sponsorship by George Fisher of the podcast. Is that right? They're not mentioned as on the infographic the themselves, you don't see a by GF. Um, right. in, in the in the recap book of the of the season, I I'm I expressed that was really my my personal feeling to say, hey, thank you for letting me do stupid stuff and, and trusting <laughs> me. Um, and within the, the 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 podcast episode itself, there is um, a pre-roll and a post-roll ad of let's say twice thirty seconds to um, to just signal that they, 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 they are helping me in that endeavor of putting that, the, the podcast together. But then there is kind of a discrete consistency in terms of brand image. I'm using the same colors, the same fonts. I mean, you know that stuff. You're marketers, I'm not. So <laughs> it, it, it's about um, having some consistency, but it's not showing to the world, hey, look, GF is wonderful. It's more of positioning ourselves as just another player in that market sitting at the same table than the ones which are seen as, as the players in the water market. On that same thread then, I, if, I'm, if I'm a listener to this podcast, I'm, let's say I sell pumps into the water sector and I'm thinking I need to get my message out into the world. How do I convince my employer to let me spend time on LinkedIn or podcasting or some other medium what sort of the sales strategy that you took to go to your boss and say, I need time to be able to do this? 
Well, first, you know, I'm French and I'm crazy and uh, I never lied on that. So everybody's aware. So if I come with something crazy, they say, oh, it's, he's doing it again. So, so that helps. You have to build consistently an image of yourself. Um, jokes aside, and not so much joking on that one, by the way, but, but jokes aside, um, your example is a very good one. If you're a pump supplier, you're a bit in the same position than I am myself as, as a piping system supplier. When you're designing, let's say, um, the revamping of a municipal wastewater treatment plant, you're never thinking as the pump or as the bowl valve as the most important part of that project. So if you're not going a bit outside of the box, if you're not going to, to that scene where you're not necessarily awaited, well, you're just a commodity. And if you're just a commodity, well, chances are that at some point you get replaced by someone else. And I, I, I would feel that as, as a, a lose-lose because I'm absolutely sure that we have the best products in the world, but I'm absolutely sure that that's boring as hell if I try to convince anyone that we have the best products in the world. So it's more like, you know, we don't develop those products out of pure imagination. We develop those products because we discuss day in, day out with the real users and we try to adapt it to their needs. So that's a way to, to tell the world, look, we talk with the market, we discuss, we know that challenges, and that's the way we develop the products and not the other way around. You know, there's this, this misconception of marketing that you come with a product, which is a wonderful product you've developed alone in your basement, and then marketing is going to do some magical trick and it's going to be a bestseller. And let me tell you, that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, Antoine, how, how do you choose your guests? Well, um, out of curiosity. I'm, I'm a curious guy in all the senses of, of the word curious. Um, and um, I love to discover new things. Um, that's probably the reason why we've been postponing and postponing our common episode, Jim, on Ozone, because I'm a bit less curious about Ozone. I know it a bit better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but, but really, it's, if, you, if you understand my mind, and the beauty of it is the side of my wife in that word, nobody understands my mind, but you can see a pattern in the guest. You can see where I was looking at, what was the direction where I wanted to head. And there's a link with, uh, with the news, of course, when, when Veolia tells the word that all of a sudden they, they want to become an even larger dominant player on the market and buy Suez, then of course, I try to, to have that element in the, in the discussion. But it's also good to be aside from, from the news and to, to, to have a deep dive with a couple of players on bioelectrical uh, treatments or on, uh, on a company that wants to, to disrupt the way that you design and you engineer your plants and just push a button and, uh, and ta-da, you have everything, which, I, which took me months when I was doing that same job. And I was like, you know, why didn't I meet Transcend before? So, you know, it, this kind of thing, when, when I have that strong feeling that there is something interesting for me, well, I have the pretension to, to say I'm an average guy. So if it's interesting to me, it's probably interesting to, to others out there. I would say you're far from average, Antoine. Maybe a bit crazy, as you mentioned, but far from average. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I continue to be amazed not only with your creativity in the podcast, but the, the breadth of the guests that you bring on. As Jim had mentioned, you have some very unique people that come on board, and the way that you tell their story is also very unique. So I wanted to, to sort of bridge the gap between the guests you bring on and the product or service that they sell 
and the story that you tell around that guest. Because to me, they're very different things. And the way that you're choosing to tell the story of each of your guests is very unique. So obviously we mentioned the cartoon output, but even as you interview them, you sort of wrap a story into the interview. So tell us about, tell us about what it takes to craft a good story around a person or a product or a service that makes a good story for your podcast. Well, I don't know if there's a receipt to be honest. It's, um, it's just a sequence of, of stuff. If you, if you do something which is fully aside from what the guest is doing, then it's not fair to him because it has to have a link with what he's selling, what he's working into every day. But on the other hand, if it's a pure infomercial, then it's not interesting neither because it's, it's too deeply into the product itself. And then, yeah, you, you have those conferences quite a lot. And these days you have webinars about that quite every day. So it's hard to, to come out from, from those masses. So I try to find an in-between. And I have this incredible chance so far that all of my guests, there's always a nice angle to, to grab on. For instance, when, when I had you on, I mean, you, you had this element of saying, we want to tell a better story. So I thought, how can we tell a better story, which, can, which is kind of inception now with your, your question, because it's kind of a box in a box. But that's the element which was a bit outstanding. It was just saying, you know, um, Adam and, and, and Jim are launching a podcast and it's cool, listen to it. Yeah, then that's three minutes and, uh, and that's it. And, and you know my tendency to speak quite a lot, to, to have many questions, to make episodes which are two or three times too long compared to what they should be. So I better have a strong story to, to support all of that. So... Yeah, usually it starts with people. You have to have a connection with them. So that's why I like to open a bit with a story around the people. How, how did they find out there's something out there in the market? There's a problem they want to solve or there's something which was just annoying them and they wanted to be uh, scratching their, their, their itches at first and then building onto that. And then what's, what's the bigger plan? What's the bigger picture? How do we apply and how do we take home something from that message? I'm maybe not as far into that direction than you are, you always have this um, insightful something to take home from, from your, your episodes. To me, it's a bit, it's a bit more diluted into, into the full content, a bit less straight to the point. But still, I'd like to have this, this element of if you listen to it from, from A to Z or if you read the infographic from, from A to Z, well, there, there was something. And the next guy you're, you're, you're meeting at the coffee machine, you have a cool story to tell him. And, and then you spread the word. You know it, that, that was the, the starting point from, from the teaser of your, your podcast. If, if this industry as a whole was better at telling stories, well, you wouldn't exist, I wouldn't exist, and, and we wouldn't be needed at all. And, and that would be almost an idle word. Imagine a word with... Uh, one stupid French guy less doing a podcast that, that cannot be worse. So yeah, it, it's really about that. It's about telling a story because for the better and the worse, our brains are wired to, to relax in a story, to, to love, to have something which is told to, to, to us. You're listening to the What Are We Talking About podcast. We'll be right back after this short break. This podcast is produced by Water Online, the leading web-based community for water and wastewater professionals, showcasing the knowledge and authority of industry thought leaders. 
Water Online provides actionable content from vendors you can trust. And now, back to today's podcast. One of the things we shared, Antoine, is the value that we talked about to our companies, right? And one of the things that you mentioned was by having these guests on, you've not only been able to tell these stories, but also to learn from those guests. Can you share a little bit about that and the value that you found and, and that we've, we, we agree is, is really uh, uh, important for us? Absolutely. I mean, at, at my stage and age in my career, if, if you're looking at making a career on the good old sense that you had in the, in the 80s, in the 90s, that's the point where you have to think about an MBA because that's going to leapfrog you. You're going to go into, into sea level and, and yeah, but come on, let's try to do an MBA in water topics. It simply doesn't exist. Uh, at least due to my knowledge, something which would be really, really concentrating on, on the water sector and the water industry, and then in all the various roles within this industry. And I have this chance and this freedom to just pick among the water professionals and to tell them, you know, I'd like to spend one hour and a bit with you. And uh, most of them tell me yes, uh, for whatever reason. And and then, I mean, you you discuss one and a half hour with the, with the Graham Pierce and everything you needed to know about, about, about membranes, all of a sudden it's served to you uh, in a, in a lovely, um, lovely told British accent way to, to tell a story around the, these membranes. Uh, you wanted to know something about the digitization and how did it start and what was the, the first, first elements of digitization. And you speak with an Imre Takax who just explains you how through the past 35 to 40 years, the word of water has changed thanks to, to modeling, thanks to, to those elements. And I could give you 40 names like that. And, and I, I really hope that that's, that full road is not over and that there will be many others. But, but just to say that is my personal MBA and I have that freedom to, to shape the, 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 the content and the program myself and to say, I'm interested in that. I need that because... In two weeks, I need to present something to the board or in three weeks, I have an appointment with an important customer who could be my expert. And, and we all, I hope, we hope learn along because I try to do that in public and to make it just available to everyone that would have the same center of interest. And by the way, if I suck at asking questions and if I, I missed the important point, please, please reach out to me because sometimes I'm like, you know, maybe I missed the elephant in, in the room and uh, and someone should help me out and say, hey, when you interviewed that guy, that question was clearly missing. I, I'd like to have this kind of feedback so that, that would help me, help me quite a lot. And I, I think one of the things you mentioned, and, and we all realize this in the water industry, our technologies don't exist in a vacuum, right? I mean, there's upstream processes, there's downstream processes, and for us to understand those processes that that you're bringing on helps us understand how our products, our services are working in conjunction with those upstream and downstream processes. So uh, it's critical to, to really help our, our, our own technologies, right? That's often a debate I have with my, my good friend, Bjorn Otto, because he's a strong believer that you cannot explain technical stuff in a podcast. 
because you're missing the visual element. And to some extent, he's right. It, it's much more difficult to come up with a detailed explanation of how an anaerobic digester works if you don't have three slides to, to help you out with that. But on the other end, we've all seen the, those slides at some point, and uh, we didn't have the, this, um, this, this ability to just rely on one sense, which is our ears in, in that case. And it gives it just with a different angle and you put things in perspective. And yeah, I'm not saying that you can learn water from scratch with a podcast. You need to have at least some bases or really to, to have something which is on, on the water 101 and then which is at a fully different level. But if you already know the basic processes within our industry, then you can understand that that additional technology is, yeah, it's a new take or a better take at that other one, which you already know. And then even with the podcast format, you can go into that. But the podcast format is an, an open door to many other things. You can discuss water finance, you can discuss water digitization, you can, you can discuss um, the, the, the place of, of women in our industry. These kind of things, you would barely do it with, with a PowerPoint in the middle of, of a wave tech or people would just think you're crazy. And they would be right. But, but still, um, it's, it's a question of what's the right medium to do, to do the, the right thing. Antoine, if you had to give advice to the person listening to this, that is that pump sales, you know, salesman or saleswoman that's in the middle of nowhere, let's say in the U.S., and they're thinking, I, 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 need, I know I need to tell my story differently, but I don't know how to do it. What advice would you give to them? First, who am I to give advices? I mean, <laughs> but... <laughs> what I would give them as an advice is, is really try things out. Um, if, you, if you get things right the, the, by the first time you, you test something, then probably you didn't take enough risk. So that's my personal take. And I'm glad that you, you're seeing the, the, the tip of the iceberg and saying, hey, that seems to fly. And you didn't see all the other things I've tried in, in my life and, and that weren't really flying or, or, or floating at all. So that's the first element is try things out. Then, you know, I, I was a bit, I'm probably a bit of a victim of the shiny element. I love podcasts. I've mentioned that. Uh, I, I listened to a lot of them. So to me, it was obvious. I want to make a podcast and I'm pouring so much effort into the podcast to make it flow just because I love the format. Maybe had I started a, a TikTok uh, it would have been more efficient. Who knows? So I'm just saying it's good sometimes to just take a step back. And it's a cool <laughs> advice because I didn't do it myself. So it's like, yeah, do what I didn't do. Take a step back and think of what you would like to do and where where your people are. And I mean, I'm not sure today um, that all the water professionals are listening to to podcasts. So that's maybe not the, the best platform there is. But uh, but you have to find something which is aligned with yourself, with your values and with what you like. So, so that... Um, it's time consuming, um, it's taking evenings, uh, it's sometimes taking even longer in the evenings because I have so cool guests in California and, uh, and that just makes so stupid times on my end of the world. But it's worth <laughs> it if you like it. So there has to be a win-win. For sure, it has to be cool for your company. If not, you're just wasting your time. But it has also to be cool for yourself. I mentioned the, the personal MBA element, but that's not it. That's not everything fun is also a big part of it you have to have fun yeah we love the fact that you took the episodes and you've turned them into a book 
why don't you tell us a little bit about, you know, the idea around going from the transcripts and the cartoons to, to uh, an ebook? So again, it's a, it's a matter of testing. Um, I've read and listened to all these advisors that tell you, you know, you produce an episode, you produce a lead magnet, you put the lead magnet on your website, people are going to want the lead magnet, they're going to give you their email, then you get their email and, and email marketing is the best thing ever. The problem is that first you have to push it and to do it for every week to put that lead magnet in place and that is a technical element. But second, that means you have to start sending emails. And there is just so much time in a day and I never found a way to fit that into my routine to start on top of all the rest to start sending emails just because I was collecting emails. So I thought, okay, I have those stuff. It's working nicely on, on LinkedIn, but maybe I can do something more with it, more clever or, or meaningful. And um, I just did it with season one because I wanted to end the season for, for the Christmas period. Um, and I thought, okay, that's going to be one month without an episode. Let me try out something. Let me put all of these together. So I packed them in a in an ebook by the time. And I just put that out on LinkedIn and said, hey, do you want it? Uh, just uh, give me a word in the comments and I'll send you the book. And I got something like 400 people who, who, who left a comment and, uh, and to, to whom I sent the, um, the, the, the ebook. By the way, in terms of marketing, it's like, it's like negative. It's like, like so, 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 so badly done. I could have asked for an email. I could have asked for a counterpart. No, I just asked them to, to say, hey, I want it. And I sent it. So, yeah, that's why uh, I'm not a professional marketer. And that's why I, I could leverage the experience of some professionals. And then that had worked. So I thought, let's replicate what worked and let's bring it to the new level. And again, I'm alluding to that every time I'm speaking, I'm speaking with, with Adam. If you're listening to that, you don't see it. But just behind Adam, there's like a huge shelf full of books. And I have the, the, the mini, mini Moi version of it with my two half of the shelf from, from Ikea with, uh, with 20 books on it. And I thought, how cool would it be if one of those had my name on it? So it's pure ego, like really pure ego. And I thought, I'm going to do this, this compilation anyways. Let's do it for the second season in a format that can be printed. So that was the rational for adapting a bit the format. It is in a format that can be printed. I underestimated how difficult it is to print a book. So I, I just asked the, the, the French authorities to have an ISBN. I mean, not, not going into all the details, but you have to understand that I live in France and I'm French. So everything takes like three to four times longer than in any other country in the world. But I think at some point I'm going to get that book printed on that shelf. And I will have also the, the, the possibility to send it out to a, a, a couple of people. So, so that is the process. You have this element of something that has to be efficient. So it is efficient. It's spreading out the word and it has to be fun. And that is my ego element of having a book with my name on my shelf. I can show it to, to my daughters and say, hey, look, I'm a writer now. Respect me even more. <laughs> this is a perfect transition into our final question of the day. So Jim and I have managed to find an airplane that not only is carrying a massive set of boxes of your books in the cargo and it's flying it over to the US so we can distribute it everywhere for you because we're just so gracious Antoine. so you're welcome for that but we've also managed to find a banner to fly behind that airplane and you have the capability to put any message you want on that banner basically a tweets characters worth of a message 
and fly it anywhere around the world in front of any water professional. What do you want that banner to say? That's a very difficult one because I know that question. I, I had anticipated that question. And since we prepared for that discussion one week ago, um, every single day, every single hour, I'm thinking, what am I going to answer to that question? And I was discussing with my wife like 10 minutes before starting this interview. I was like, I still have no clue what to answer to that. And to me, the only valid answer to, to your question is I'm going to write something like listen to a podcast. Not for the sake of doing my own advertising or your advertising or, or this, this medium advertising, but just because I really stand my point. I am average. My only, my only added value in this world is that I'm a curious guy. I have a lot of curiosity. And if you, if you have a message on that plane which comes from me, then at best it's going to be on the top of the average. If you listen to a podcast, be it yours with the, 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 the least of incredible guests you had on mine or all the other ones which are out there, um, you're going to have every week or every second week a cool new inspiration, and, and, a, new, a new lady, a new guy telling you incredible stuff about our industry, incredible stuff about this sector and, and bringing insights and something which is always going to be even fresher and on top of that at some point you can stop flying that stupid plane which is not good in terms of, of climate impact <laughs> <laughs> oh wonderful it's an electric it's an electric okay. plane antoine we, we we we're making sure it's a it's a it's a green it's a green <laughs> plane we we commandeered it and uh, we're going to keep flying it because it, it, it really gives us some good insights into our guests at the end. And, uh, you know, one of the things I want to say, we, we really appreciate you being a guest. And one of the things I want to say is when Adam and I decided to start a podcast, we really went out and looked at all the other water podcasts um, that were out there. Because, number one, we wanted to differentiate ourselves. And number two, we wanted to take away what people were doing well. And, and you were at the top of the list of people we wanted to model ourselves after. So thanks for that. And uh, thanks for being our guest. Well, thanks a lot. 